the views expressed on this program are solely those of the speaker and do not reflect the views and opinions of Centennial Securities. Be reminded that this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Weekly Investment Podcast, where we discuss the week's must-know investment news and how it affects your money. I am your host, Walter. This week, we discuss the Fed's effect on the market, big tech earnings, and Buffett's Q1 buys. It's been another exciting week in the investment world, so let's crack right into the news. U.S. stocks staged their biggest rally in two years on Wednesday after the Federal Reserve increased interest rates by a half a point, the largest rate hike since 2000. On Thursday, however, those gains were wiped out in 90 minutes. The half a percentage point increase was largely expected. So what whipped sawed markets? The pace and magnitude of interest rate increases are firmly driving markets higher or lower. So, after Fed Chair Jerome Powell stated that, while further half-point increases are possible, there are currently no plans for a three-quarter of a percentage point or greater magnitude raise this year. The market finished up 3% on those comments. However, once traders read deeper into the Fed data on Thursday, which showed that productivity of American workers and businesses sank at a 7.5% annual pace in the first quarter, which was the biggest drop since 1947, and due to supply shortages and production bottlenecks, the market sold off. Clearly, markets are jittery and looking for a direction, so one piece of news will cause the market to fluctuate. Expect volatility to continue as the Fed fights inflation. The Fed has an incredibly tough job. Interest rate increases will not cure supply chain issues that are contributing to inflation. Be prepared for more roller coaster movements in the market. Big tech stocks announced earnings. Many traders were hoping that these companies would help lift the technology sector, which has suffered this year due to concerns over growth and rising interest rates. Let's take a look at the winners and losers from the world's biggest technology companies. First, the winners. Microsoft reported standout earnings, topping analyst expectations as management outlined strong revenue guidance for investors. Microsoft's cloud business earned $19 billion in revenue in the first quarter, a 26% year-over-year jump, while the personal computing segment, which includes products like Windows and Xbox, saw its revenues climb 11% from a year ago to almost $14.5 billion. Apple also had a strong earnings performance, but CEO Tim Cook said the company was, quote, not immune, end quote, to supply chain challenges brought about by strict COVID-19 lockdowns in China. 
Apple confirmed that it will buy back $90 billion worth of shares and raised its dividend by almost 4%. Quarterly phone sales revenue rose by 5.5% from a year ago to top $50 billion, ahead of analyst estimates. Meta, formerly Facebook, also rose despite missing analyst revenue estimates. After the company's flagship social media platform, Facebook, proved it is once again adding users. Facebook increased its daily active users to almost 2 billion after losing 1 million users last quarter. Now, Meta did miss analyst estimates uh, for revenue, but it turned in a better than expected earnings per share. The company also continued to develop its metaverse business called Reality Labs a unit which does not yet meaningfully contribute to revenue, but has significant growth prospects. And now for the losers. Alphabet, formerly Google, reported disappointing earnings amid a slowdown in revenue growth. The slowdown in YouTube ad, ad revenue particularly contributed to the poor performance in the first three months of this year. Google's cloud business, however, did show impressive growth in the quarter, where revenues rose 44% year-over-year, which topped estimates. However, that portion of Google's business is not yet profitable. Amazon reported its first net loss since 2015, causing shares to drop. The company's flagship e-commerce business has seen stagnating growth for six months and reported its slowest sales growth in almost two decades. Rising costs due to inflation have led the company's operating expenses to jump, and the pandemic year's sales growth will be hard to replicate once spending habits normalize. With all the economic uncertainty, what is the most famous investor of all time doing with his historic pile of cash? Buying stocks that he likes and knows well. Warren Buffett, or the Oracle of Omaha as he is known, purchased $51 billion of stock and sold less than $10 billion through his company Berkshire Hathaway in the first quarter of 2022. Among Berkshire's largest buys in the first quarter were Chevron and Occidental Petroleum. Both are big oil producers with characteristics that Buffett likes. Namely, they tend to use profits to buy back stock and pay big dividends. Share buybacks will increase Berkshire's ownership over time and dividends generate cash to reinvest or redeploy elsewhere. Berkshire bought around $17 billion worth of Chevron and about $7 billion of Occidental. Another Berkshire mega-purchase in the first quarter was the $11.6 billion deal to buy Allegheny. Allegheny is a conglomerate that has interests in many sectors, including concrete, steel, toys, and hotels, but it has a large presence in the insurance industry and their property and casualty reinsure fits well with Berkshire's insurance operations. Buffett also revealed that Berkshire has increased its stake in Activision Blizzard to 9.5% by 2022. 
by purchasing around $4.5 billion in stock this year. Recall that Microsoft has agreed to purchase Activision for $95 a share, but the shares have been trading in the high 70s and low 80s in recent months. Buffett expects the deal to go through and for that gap to close. Another big purchase by Berkshire in the first quarter was Hewlett-Packard, an 11% stake worth around $4 billion. The maker of personal computers and printers has a dividend yield of roughly 2.7% and directs nearly all of its remaining free cash flow to share buybacks. Other purchases by Berkshire in the quarter included almost $10 billion in financial stocks, a Buffett favorite as the company already has large stakes in J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, and Wells Fargo. Last but not least, Berkshire bought more Apple, which is their largest holding. Overall, Buffett is doubling down on companies he knows well. To quote the man himself from Berkshire's recent shareholder meeting, quote, if you do it at the right price, there's nothing better than buying back part of your own business, end quote. Join us next week when we discuss the U.S. dollar and its future. Tune in next Friday for that and much, much more. Thank you for listening, and please have a nice weekend when you get there. Talk to you next week.